Welcome to the Finley Capital Podcast, where we discuss real estate investing and the hard money lending process. Welcome back to the Finley Capital Podcast. My name is Logan Ricchetti. As always, this podcast is sponsored by the Hard Money Handbook. You can go to www.hardmoneyhandbook.com to download a free report to learn how to use hard money loans to fund your real estate deals. Also brought to you by the Facebook group, Powered by Private. If you are an aspiring real estate investor or a, an aspiring lender, want to learn how to lend your own private capital, or you want to learn how to borrow private capital to fund your deals, that's the group that you want to be in. Powered by Private on Facebook. Today, I want to talk about COLA. Not Coca-Cola, COLA. Co-lender loan assignments. COLAs, co-lender loan assignments. This is what we do at Finley Capital. We assign our loans to our co-lenders. So I'd like to go through how that works today, discuss it a little bit, help the audience to understand how a co-lender loan is structured, or at least how we structure ours, so that people can have a better understanding of how to lend money privately to real estate investors. Because lending money privately to real estate investors is a really, really amazing thing to do once you learn how to do it, once you understand it, once it makes sense. And I want to help more people out there to understand how to lend their own capital so that they can make a good passive return on their investment and help real estate investors as well along the way. So here's how it goes. Let's say the loan amount is 200000 So Finley Capital goes out, we originate that loan, we lend the money to the borrower, the borrower pays interest on that loan to, for the privilege of borrowing that money, we charge the borrower some origination and processing fees. So that's how Finley Capital earns some income is through those fees, origination fees and processing fees, et cetera. But the loan has an interest rate. Let's say the loan interest rate for the borrower is 12%. Okay, so the loan amount is 200,000. The average payment would be $2,000 per month. And that's pretty simple, pretty straightforward math. Now, where it gets a little complicated or confusing, or at least a little bit of discussion or analysis needs to be done here is when we take that loan and assign that loan. So let's say we assign that loan to an investor, a co-lender. Let's say that co-lender wants to participate in that loan with Finley Capital as a partner. Well, basically what we can do is we can take that $200,000 loan and we can share that loan with an, an investor that wants to participate in a portion of that loan. So let's say that investor wants to be the partner with Finley Capital. They want to take half of the loan and they want Finley Capital to take the other half of the loan and kind of ride or die together, which happens all the time. Well, in this situation, the borrower has borrowed 200,000 at 12% and we're going to share half of that loan with the co-lender. So 100,000 of that $200,000 loan, the co-lender is going to uh, take over and manage it or not manage, but take over and enjoy the returns from and the risks from. So basically what that means is let's say that the co-lender wants to invest a hundred thousand and we've decided to offer the co-lender an interest rate return on that loan fraction of 9%. So what that means is that the co-lender is, is scheduled to get a 9% return on his or her capital over the course of 12 months paid monthly. So it'll be, you know, 0.75% every month times 12 months is 9%, assuming everything goes right. And Finley Capital will do the work of servicing the loan. So servicing the loan means managing the collection and the distribution of payments, managing the draw process and overseeing the renovation budget and the renovation progress and dealing with all the 
hassles and headaches that come from managing a loan, like making making sure insurance is covered on the property, making sure the borrowers are performing, you know, uh, communicating with the borrowers, doing all those things. So basically what happens is there's a difference between the 12% interest that Finley Capital has charged the borrower and the 9% interest that the investor is going to enjoy for their investment. <clears throat> That's called a servicing fee or a servicing spread, if you will. So what happens is, let's say that payment comes in, $2,000 comes in, and a, a fraction of that payment goes to Finley Capital because they're participating in half of the loan. And then the other half of the payment comes in, it gets uh, it gets distributed between the co-lender and Finley Capital for servicing the co-lender's portion of the loan. So in this particular scenario, the co-lender would get a payment of $750 per month and the Finley Capital would take $250 for managing the loan, managing the payments, handling all the processes and procedures and everything, and making the investment real easy for the for the co-lender because the co-lender doesn't have to really deal with the borrower, deal with the, the paperwork, deal with the documents, the organization, all the draws, all the hassles, all the headaches. The co-lender just gets to enjoy uh, the return payment, you know, the interest payments that come from making the loan. Now, the loan isn't without risk. There is certainly is risk because if the borrower defaults on the loan down the road, then the co-lender and, and Finley Capital are now in it together. We're sinking or swimming together. Uh, but part of that servicing fee or servicing spread, if you will, that the, that the co-lender uh, shares with Finley Capital goes towards all those what ifs. So in other words, if something happens where the loan has a default or loan has a problem, Finley Capital is the servicer for the loan. So Finley Capital manages all those problems and deals with all those headaches. So again, that's part of why this split works the way it works. But here's the cool thing. When a co-lender purchases a loan or a part of a loan with Finley Capital, the interest payments for that loan are typically already held in escrow by Finley Capital, which means that we've already pre-collected the interest payments from the borrower. So every month when a payment becomes due to the co-lender, we don't have to go chase down the payment. We already have it in a reserve account. We can just transfer it. Boom, 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 which is awesome. One of the main reasons that we at Finley Capital pre-collect our interest payments from our uh, borrowers is so that we can share those payments as they become due with our co-lenders without any delay, without any hassle of chasing down these payments. So our typical loan is six months long. We collect six months worth of interest. And so if a co-lender hops into a loan a month after we funded it, then there's five payments left scheduled to be made over the course of that loan. And we already have the, the cash for those payments sitting in escrow. So we don't have to worry about going to collect those payments, which is awesome. Now, if the loan repays before the end of the term, then when we structure the loan payoff for the borrower, they get a little credit back for some of that overpaid interest that they put in. And then the co-lender's capital gets returned to the co-lender when that loan gets repaid. So these loans don't always last six months. Sometimes they only last three months or four months or five months. So what happens in those situations is the co-lender gets to make a decision on what to do with their capital. So let's say you hop into a co-lender loan and then three months later that loan repays because the borrower finished the job and they sold it and it closed and now they repay the loan. So we call up the co-lender and say, hey, Looks like uh, we got a hundred grand coming back in here at the end of the month. What would you like to do with it? Would you like to redeploy it into another loan or would you like to take it back and you know put it back in your bank? And that's the nice thing about doing co-lender loans as an investor is the term of these loans are a little bit shorter, much shorter than the average investment. So I like co-lender loans for that reason. There's a lot of 
liquidity, if you will, because not liquidity, but there's the short term on the loans for the most part, because these uh, investor loans made to the operators are only six months long. Anyway, a lot of times the co-lenders are hopping into a loan a month or two after it's already started. So the term of that loan is typically very, very short. Now, that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's a good thing because you can get your capital back after a couple of months. It's a bad thing if you look at it the other way, which is if you're an investor, you want your capital deployed all the time, then every time it comes back in, you stop earning interest and we, until we can get it back out. My job as the portfolio manager for Finley Capital is to make sure I can plan accurately and strategically where to redeploy my investors' capital into the next deal, assuming that they want to keep it going. I have a couple of co-lender investors that just want their investment to keep going, keep going, keep going. And I got one or two that every time a deal comes back, they want to see that money back in their account. Neither way is fine. There's logistical you know, headaches and hassles for either strategy, but you know, I don't really mind either way. I just like to know that I have investors' capital on standby so that we can uh, originate and fund loans and know that we have money to redeploy into the next deal, which is awesome. Now, of course, if the borrower uh, goes over the six months and they need to do an extension, most of our promissory notes have an option for the borrower to extend their loan another three months but we usually don't collect the payments for that upfront. So what we need to do if the loan goes over six months is we need to start collecting monthly payments so that our co-lenders can get paid on time. They don't have to wait for a payment until the loan gets repaid. And so that's a little bit of a logistical hassle. And then of course, once in a blue moon, you have a borrower who goes over the six months and has a problem with the with finishing the project or whatever, and we have to default and we have to foreclose. Now, obviously that's not the ideal outcome for an investor. An investor just wants their nice return. They don't want to have any hassle. Da, 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 da. Neither do I, because as, as the operator of Finley Capital, I don't want to be going and doing foreclosures and dealing with all the headaches and hassles. Now, luckily over 200 loans or so, we've only had to do that once, not even a full foreclosure. So our, our rate of having to do that is very, very low, but this is the risk or one of the risks of this investment. This type of investment is that the borrower could default on the loan. Now, if the borrower were to default on a loan that a co-lender is involved with, the good news for the co-lender is that Finley Capital, as the servicer of that loan, is responsible for managing that foreclosure, managing those communications, managing those legal hassles if they come up. And we have what's called a lending and servicing agreement, which spells out all the rights and responsibilities of both parties so that the co-lender doesn't really have to be involved with that. And obviously, if that happens, then of course, we have a bunch of different options. And sometimes foreclosure ends up being a good financial option. And after a little bit of hassle or headache, uh, co-lender and Finley Capital end up doing well financially if we have to do a workout where we end up taking the property back and then either selling it as is or finishing the renovation ourselves. But the point here is that the biggest risk factor of the loan for the co-lender is the borrower default. But in the event of a borrower default, we have options that mitigate our risk and actually can even bring some upside potentially. So for that reason, that's why I like co-lender lending and I like the investment personally as a co-lender. That's why I open Finley Capital. I basically am the main co-lender. Uh, I like the risk to the reward ratio. I like the factors of risk. I like the rates of return that we get. And so that's why a lot of co-lenders like to invest in these deals with Finley Capital because they like the risk profile as well. And an eight, nine, 10% return, whatever you're getting on these co-lender loans, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, that based on being a short-term investment, based on being secured with collateral, based on having a lot of equity in the property, based on being short-term investments that come back relatively quickly, based on you know Finley Capital doing a professional job of underwriting and processing and managing these loans, 
it adds up to an environment where making that risk or taking that risk as, as you do when you make an, any investment becomes, you know, attractive to some people. So that's why I like it. That's why co-lenders like it. That's why we have some pals that are doing this with us and we're enjoying working together. I really like the idea of sharing in a loan. So when I write a loan, any loan that we write at Finley Capital, Finley Capital funds those loans. Those loans are funded by capital from myself, from my family, and from my friends. That's where that money comes from. So when people ask me, they're interested in being a co-lender and they ask me, you know, which loans should I invest in? And I say, well, any of them, because any of the loans that I have available to invest in or to partner in or whatever you want to call it, I've already funded those. I believe in those deals because I funded those with my money and my friends and my parents' money. So I wouldn't have funded those deals if I didn't think they were going to be good risks. So that's kind of a cool answer that I get people and they say, well, you know, I'd like to make an investment. Which one should I invest in? Or da, da, da. And I say, well, look, you know, here's one that's available. Here's one that's down the street. Here's one that's in Florida. Here's one that's in, you know, Indiana. Here's one that's halfway done. Here's, 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 here's. I like all of them because I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do a loan if I didn't think it was a good loan. And that's very important to me. Uh, and I don't mind sharing in the risk of the loan. So sometimes co-lenders ask me, Hey, well, you know, will you stay in this one with me if I get in it? And I'm like, yeah, of course I wouldn't, I'm already in it. I don't need to sell it away from myself because it wouldn't make any sense for Finley Capital or any other lending company to sell off all their loans to private investors because they didn't like them. That wouldn't sustain itself very long because we'd be selling off loans that were risky or bad or whatever. The co-lenders would have a bad experience and they never would reinvest again. So that doesn't make any sense as a business practically to do that. But just generally speaking, any loan that I write at Finley Capital and I fund, I believe in. Otherwise, I don't do it. I turn down loans all the time. I lose loan opportunities all the time because I quote them low or I don't like them or I say no or whatever. Once a loan gets into the Finley Capital balance sheet, it's a good loan, in my opinion. Otherwise, I would never would have put it there. So if anybody wants to invest in a loan like that and they ask about which loan to invest in, I tell them, hey, look, all these are good because I believe in every one of them. So that's a little interesting tidbit. Now, there's another interesting factor here. This is why I built the fund. I'm trying to get the fund together and organized and, and ready to go so the accounting and the admin and the management and the portals and all that stuff are working properly. I'm still almost there. I'm not quite there. I'm switching admins to a third party that I, I think is a better fit. So I'm working on all that. But when the fund gets built, I'm just going to put my capital into the fund. And any friends and family that want to go in there with me, they're going to go in with me. And that fund is going to be the co-lender. So it's kind of like a little bit of a hybrid what we're doing now. Basically, capital goes into the fund. The fund buys the notes or shares in the notes with Finley Capital. And then the fund gets a return that's you know scheduled to be paid out to the, to the uh, limited partners based on their preferred rate of return that they get in the fund based on the fund documents. And then if there's a spread left over successfully, then the fund manager will make some money. But the point of that is that having a fund is like having one big, massive pooled up co-lender. And that's why, I, that's why I built the fund because I wanted to be able to simplify that co-lending process and create some diversification for the, for the investors of the fund because when the investors invest in the fund, the fund is gonna own a big portfolio of properties, of hard money loans. And so that creates some more diversification, which I believe minimizes the risk even more. Uh, even though it's a little bit of a hassle and technical headache to set up a fund and operate a fund and manage a fund and administer the fund, I think the upside is worth it for that reason because it creates just a different profile of risk for the investor. And uh, I like that. And that's why I'm going to put my money in the fund that I built because I believe in the fund too. So anyway, this is not meant to be, you know, a, a presentation for capital or, or asking for, what do you call it, a pitch or what do you call it? 
uh, solicitation. This is not meant to be a solicitation. I got to say that out loud. But the point I'm trying to make through this whole conversation is I'm just trying to show people what we're doing, what our plan is, so they can understand how we operate as a company and how we intend to grow into the future and how we've done almost 200 loans at this point uh, through these different co-lending models. And, you know, and the fund model obviously is the future. I'm very excited about that. That's why I want to have this conversation with myself, talking to myself in a camera. And I'm having a really good time with it. So the COLA, co-lender loan assignment strategy is the way that this works. I love it. And I hope you do too. If you haven't already, go get them. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Finley Capital Podcast. Please like and share this episode. Help us grow our following so we can help more hard money loan borrowers and investors like you. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finley Capital. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'll see you out there.